right, welcome to Paranormal Synergy. I'm your host, James. And I'm John. And we're going to be talking about urban legends. Woo! <laughs> Woo! And <laughs> we've both been doing a lot of reads. We've been uh, looking at things in Maryland, Delaware, um, and even local in our area, uh, Eastern Shore of Maryland. So I hope everybody had a great Christmas. Uh, it was hard for us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, mine was pretty mine was pretty good thanks to people like you the You're neighbors welcome. yeah i mean everybody came together and there was stuff under the tree and and it brought smiles to the kids basically. well as long as the kids were happy yeah and that's what i was looking out for yeah no it was awesome so um i am gonna pull up my lovely little notepad here we go <laughs> <laughs> so um i know one of the big legends that we've been hearing about is, well, I never heard about. <laughs> Apparently, everybody knows about it, but me. This is the Goat Man? <laughs> the Goat Man. <laughs> goat Man from Beltsville, Beltsville, Maryland. Beltsville. Uh, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> this came about in like in the early seventies wow. ish, and um, apparently he is an axe wielding. Half man, half goat. So goat head, goat legs. <laughs> upper torso of a man. Wow. Man arms. I don't know where these people come <laughs> up with right. stuff like that. But uh, he's usually seen around the uh, Fletchertown Road area okay. at night. So. And apparently lives in the woods with a hermit. Hmm. Or as a hermit. I wonder if somebody comes and feeds him. <laughs> Just grazes on everything. What's a what's a, is he mean? I mean, what's his deal? Uh, doesn't really say much about the deal, just that his first sightings were in the early seventies, and then okay, sporadic through the years. So yeah, he was definitely an urban legend. I mean, it just sounds like somebody made the tale. It kind of took off, and right, and there, you know how it is. Yeah, teens don't go out at night. Yep, yep goat man yep. will get you. Goat man will get you. Got to scare them little bastards home. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how they normally start. I won't. You know. Yeah, yeah. I seen the goat man. You saw the goat man. He lives over there. <laughs> uh, it's funny though because um, I was looking at a, 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 another urban legend, and it was actually started in the 1700s in the far part of the West Maryland. Okay. And I think it was called the Scally Swagger or Scally. It, it doesn't really matter. But the thing was, is it was like this lizard uh, creature. Right. And the reason it started is because the all the people who were in that part of Maryland at the time were actually German immigrants that came over. And they actually started that urban legend to keep their kids in the town. And from God, it's, yeah. yeah it's and that's what it kind of reminds me of. It's right. like, hey, it's we're going to scare them. They got to stick around. around. Yeah. Or, you know, early 70s being promiscuous. Yeah. Is that the word of Mungo War? Yeah. <laughs> Scandalous. Scandalous. <laughs> um, what do you got? Oh, I got all kinds of fun stuff. Oh, boy. Yeah. So uh, I did want to brief over the Crybaby Bridge real quick, only because we did talk about that a little bit on our last episode. Um, and it popped up when I was looking up the most, uh, you know, urban legends in Maryland. The funny thing to me is when I first heard about Crybaby Bridge, it was in Millington. Right, the Millington Bridge. And then when I Googled it last week or two weeks ago, I found, you know, in South Carolina, I'm, I found it all over the place. Well, when I looked up in Maryland on uh, the internet, the good old Googly, oh, Googly. I found Crybaby Bridge uh, most widespread in PG County, 
where the Patuxent River is, there's, of course, the Pot Crybaby Bridge. With, and they also say that it's right in the middle of Goatman's territory, which I thought was kind of odd. <laughs> Good old Goatman again. Good old Goatman. Goatman strikes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. You got to deal with this. Um, but here's an interesting one. This one I like. So, the, in, I think it's Gun... Powder, Maryland. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, isn't that up north? Um, isn't that like Falston area? Yeah, somewhere around there. Okay. We used to go up there with the military and uh, that's where we, uh, there's a there's a police gun range up there we used to use. Okay. Well, they, they have a bridge. It's called the Jericho Covered Bridge. So it's, you know, actual covered bridge. It was constructed in 1865. Ooh. Okay. Um, <laughs> so what the legend is kind of surrounding is basically about these silhouettes and bodies that are hanging from the rafters. Oh, I've heard this. Yeah. I have heard this. Have you now? Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> so you can correct me. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, it says, some believe that the ghosts are a horrific suicide pack, while others claim they are spirits lynched enslaved people. That's what I heard. Okay. That they were slaves. And right. They, they, and they then if you drive rafters. at night, the car stops. Yep. Then... Uh, yep. That's what they talk about when you go over your car stop. Kind of like Crybaby Bridge in a way. Yeah. You get that whole stall situation. Right. But it, you hear voices, I think, and cries. Yeah. Yeah. Go, ghostly women, uh, you know, doing their little wail. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, let's, let's see here. Other have seen a ghostly woman crossing a bridge with a basket of fresh flowers or a spirit of a young woman with a burnt face. Burnt face. Yeah. Uh, right. The myths are strange and horrific creatures lurking around the bridge, in addition to ghost tales. One creature is described as a terrifying gray monkey. Wow, that's different. <laughs> with a massive tail. There have also been reports of a hideous red eyed demon guarding the bridge. Wow, so they go from bodies hanging from the rafters. They go from Wonder Extreme to Yeah, the that's that's, completely different. That, that's that's just quite crazy far fetched. Yeah, even believe. It just gets out there. That sounds like one of those stories that just keeps evolving over the years yeah it's like it's not scaring them let's make something new well it's probably keep people away from the bridge well that too you know but the original story of the hanging is due to around slavery times mm -hmm. of runaways being caught gotcha and they would hang them right from the bridge and that was a, a uh, deterrent for other slaves to run them not get yeah <laughs> to leave um so a pretty close one to home. Lunds Pond's not far away. Not really. Not really. Um, Lunds Pond was, is Delaware, if you guys don't know. Uh, state Park. Uh, it's home to a gorgeous lake, popular destination. Uh, you know, of course, people go kayaking, canoeing, all that good stuff. But in the story at Lunds Pond, we had a young girl run away from her Newcastle home sometime in the 1870s. She ended up hiding out in the woods near Lunds Pond State Park and ended up coming face to face with a danger, dangerous man also camping in the woods. The man captured her, this sounds familiar, assaulted her, and murdered her. While authorities found the girl's body quickly, they never apprehended the killer, um, and now the girl's ghost. Sometimes you hear at night, and she lingers in Linger, that area. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this sounds like a serial killer. Yeah. So a lot of those are, are what I'm finding local in our area. Well, the one that's in Dorchester County that you sent me, to look at mm -hmm. uh, Big Liz and the Greenbrier Swamp. Yeah. So during the Civil War, Big Liz, a uh, large woman, mm. was a slave who became a spy for the Union troops. And 
But her espionage <laughs> was found out by her master, and he uh, took her to the swamp, made her dig a hole for her treasure, but decapitated her and buried her body in her own dug grave. Oh, wow. So now it's um, rumored or... Um, yeah. <laughs> not rumored. Come on. How uh, we out here? Yeah, like a legend. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah it's well, a legend. Yeah, it's, it's people talk around. It. People talk about. People, it. Keeps people going up. Yeah. yeah. Of um, seeing her at the edge of the swamp, trying to lure people in. Yeah. Basically, probably either take her spot or get revenge. Yeah. Oh, it, it, you know, one thing I thought about too. You know, obviously, 1700s, 1800s, shoot, early 1900s and mid 1900s. We didn't have internet. No. <laughs> so everything was word of mouth. <laughs> everything was word of the mouth. So I mean. Yeah, it's stories that traveled, and of course, you get the whole telephone. Talk, yeah, the telephone effect, or you know, this person said this person said this person. Right. By the end, you know, all of a sudden, it's a monkey who was dancing in the middle of a playground, and in, in, in the first story, it was just a kid that was playing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I just find with the internet now that things like this can either spread quicker, um. And there's really no fact checking. Like, there's no way to find out the origin story of anything. I mean, there's a, no. there are legends and urban legends for a reason. Right. You know? They're word of mouth until somebody writes them down. Yeah. But, yeah. You can investigate it and hope. Hope. <clears throat> but, yeah. No. Um, That's like Mothman in Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> and, um... Now, Mothman, that's more of an Indian legend, right? No. No. That's no, another one I don't know. Came around in, like, the... 56s time frame. Okay. Right when the bridge fell. Okay. Some say he's the reason that that bridge fell. Oh, okay. Because they apparently they saw the creature with red eyes at the top of the oh yeah yeah bridge when it started to collapse. They said they'd find him flying next to cars, mm -hmm. keeping pace with them, harassing them. Um, I think I did read about people the driving because it was like a big big yeah he was the size yeah, yeah. of us with huge yeah. wings and uh, red glowing eyes. Nice. <laughs> um, so I did find a pretty real local. I'm going to consider this really local to us. I kind of like this one. This Denton, really Maryland. Um, Denton, Maryland actually has a home that was owned by a fellow. I believe his name was Mr. Taylor. Um, Mr. Taylor uh, owned this home. I have to look real quick just to try to get my... Yeah, Old Man Taylor. That's what they called him. Old Man, old Taylor. man Taylor. So Old Man Taylor, he did not like dogs. He didn't like the people in the area. And apparently the rumor, and this is going to sound familiar to a lot of you guys, is that he would go around the neighborhood, threaten people to you know keep their dogs away. And if they didn't, he would take care of them. And what he would do is he would poison the dogs and leave them in their yard. And Old Man Taylor, he passed away. When he passed away, of course, his house became for sale. And his house became for uh, sale, they had people looking at it. And the first thing that happened was when the people were looking at it, they would see glimpses of, of Old Man Taylor. See, that's, the, yeah. that's a deal breaker for me. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't even own the home yet and you already see the old bastard. Yeah, that would be crazy, man. I'd be like, I'm interested maybe for a night, but not own the damn house. But it's an old, yeah, there's a picture of the house wow, right there. And I wish you guys could nice, see it. And I was trying to find it. It's a nice three-story Victorian square. It's actually a bed and breakfast now. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, the yeah. size of it. God, it's And huge. apparently you can stay there. And like I said, it's in Denton, Maryland. Um, the I'm not, it's Turnbridge Bed and Breakfast, I think is the name. Mm. 
Um, so, you know, if you guys want to book, I, you know, say, hey, go ahead. If you want to try to get haunted, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's that's another urban legend. I was just surprised to find one so close to home and in Denton. Well, isn't in, in it also there that uh, mm. if I just read that, that people are still having problems with people were killers. still having problems with it um i don't know about the bed and breakfast uh, i haven't really looked into it they i do think they did say the owners and it was probably all the way down somewhere that they have had ex- unexplained experiences but they haven't had like apparitions so they probably had i'm assuming footsteps knocks things like that oh the usual the, the yeah the usual stuff that you will probably see in an older you know victorian style right that has paranormal activities what may excite you? Okay. Um, I've been uh, looking at cameras, trying to get myself a late Christmas present. No, no. Uh, <laughs> and I think I got one locked down. So I know Ooh. I'm definitely going to be going out. And one of the first places I'm going to be going to is actually Your cemetery across this, where you Yeah, were. you already knew it. I knew where you You already going. knew it. I knew. <laughs> it's going to be the cemetery in Stilpon there. <laughs> actually kind of visited the other day to see the logistics of the land and um, uh, I took Kristen with me she's like I don't want to be here <laughs> like you're going <laughs> I'm sure she doesn't after what she saw the last time in there yeah well I actually that's why I brought her there I wanted to get a more of a pinpoint of where she saw the figure and ah. she said well this is the deal she's like it wasn't really in the cemetery they're right to the right of the cemetery is a road and there's old houses that have been torn down or fallen yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. from just decay right and that's where she saw the apparition hmm. is right there and i'm like well that's right where the cemetery is so this is perfect i could i could go right on that road and you know be in an area where i'm not really violating anybody or doing whatever but well, it doesn't doesn't hurt anybody <laughs> violation if you're in the cemetery at night without permission yeah but but the funny thing is when I was talking to her, and this is again, I believe I was saying, you know, I don't really think cemeteries are as haunted as like say a home or a murder scene or whatever. I'm not saying they're not. I'm saying typically if I feel there's a haunting in a cemetery, it's probably more to do with something that the body was wearing. Right. An object. There was that, an object yeah, that was exactly. on the body. That, and that usually happens. And well, you got to think if, if we go back far enough, rich people would be buried with a, uh, a bell. Yeah, because didn't know if a person was really dead or not. Mm-hmm. They'd bury him, and people would be buried alive. Yeah. Well, what, what was so if they were buried alive. Those coins, man. Those, that's for the river man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Um, <laughs> they would have bells if they were alive. <clears throat> they'd be buried alive. They'd ring the bell, and people would dig them up. <laughs> oh, you gotta hope to God somebody's there, <laughs> and they can hear oh, really yeah. well. Oh. Have caretakers in graveyards. Yeah. Remember? Yep. So there was always somebody on site. Oh, Billy dug himself up again. He's ringing the bell. <laughs> Poor Billy. He's been buried four times. <laughs> Shot seven and buried four. Oh God. <laughs> Lucky Billy. <laughs> Lucky Billy. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I thought it was kind of cool because she was having a rough night and I wanted to do something fun. So it's actually kind of cool. We, I took her down to the beach and you know, how windy it's been lately. Oh yeah. So we literally went to the beach and it's like, uh, uh-uh. no. <laughs> we walked out and walked back in the car. I was like, ah, I'm going to the cemetery. And we screwed over to the cemetery and it drove her on. <laughs> I don't think I would fly at my house. <laughs> no beach or cemetery. cemetery. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Beach is always, that's not a big deal. I think in, um, I believe it's Georgetown. It's either Georgetown or 
we'll see it's that area there is a cemetery that is known to be haunted yeah uh georgetown kitty you got kitty night oh okay. over the bridge yeah, 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 you make yeah, yeah. the left and there, right, there's, right. there's a cemetery somewhere around there i believe it's a methodist church but i was looking i think it was last week that they definitely have uh you know unexplained events that happen there and apparently it is on maryland's top most haunted, haunted places yeah i don't know who to get in touch with to talk about that just because i want to make sure everything's copacetic because stories I was hearing from there is they, you see, it's the most common one you hear, but a woman in white, you know, and, and, you know, walking, they're perusing through the cemetery. That's the one that you hear the most. And then another one is there's a specific grave. There's the name on it that if apparently you hold your ear to it, you could hear, yeah, noises and stuff. I was like, well, that would be. I don't know if I'd yeah. want to put my ear to a gravestone. No, but, you know, again. Yeah. This is where how stuff starts, like urban legends. Right. This is how things start. You know, people get the hearsay, and then you choose what to take from it. You know, if you completely shut yourself down from the hearsay, then you don't get the urban legends. You just get well. Not only that, those that are gullible enough to do it will believe it, and then mentally they're like, "I did hear something." Mm-hmm. Are you sure, Tommy? Are you sure you heard that? Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Well, now we can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay, the, when you're a kid, what's the most famous urban legend in Maryland that you hear? When you're a kid, they got books written about it. Sea Monster. Chessie. Oh, Chessie. Chessie. Oh, God. Chessie's like the most common urban legend ever. Now, see, here's what's weird. You say that. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about it. And I, you know, was doing my perusing, too. And it's one of the ones that came up. Mm -hmm. And almost every great lake or you know, oh, yeah. Loch Ness started and then... Yeah, up in Ottawa, over there in Michigan, and then out here in Chester, Chestertown. I was driving across the bridge one time when I was, I don't know, middle school-ish, mm -hmm. early middle school. Yeah. And I could have swore I saw a hump out in the water. You're right. And then I'm like, that don't look like it belongs there. <laughs> yeah. You know, right dead, you look down, you can see both sides. It was, you know, a giant hump-ish. Mm -hmm. It was like a dome. Yeah. In the water, gray, greenish. And I was like, and you always hear about it. I was like, maybe that is. What yeah. It is. And of course you hear, I mean, I know we've had whales and sharks and we've had things that have gone a little further up the bay than they should, should be. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they managed to find their way up and, and hopefully the managed to find their way back out. <laughs> well, that's what the thing about, you know, the Chester River, it leads to the ocean. Yeah. And into the, well, it leads to the bay, which leads to the ocean. So yeah. Anything to come up and down. Well, through there. I mean, that's. Growing up fishing as much as I did, and you know, even now, it's like you get surprised some of the stuff that you find when you're out and about in the waters around here. Oh yeah, you I know. mean, good grief! Out in the bay, we you can, I wouldn't say easily pull up a six foot rockfish, but right. you can. I've we well, that's it. uh, what's what's the park down? It starts with the T down that way. Uh, Takwa is it Takwa? Um, Takwa. Ah oh, man, Takaho, 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 Takaho Park. The one with the Indian heads. If you go that way, you make a left. Well, anyway, it's not like our oh, audience what, really knows. What? So if you're heading towards like Molly's? Yes. No, that's not. That's uh, that's not Tuckahoe. Tuckahoe's out by Ensign Queen Anne's. Okay. Uh, you're talking about Turner's Creek. Turner's Creek. I knew it started with a T. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's as far as I got. <laughs> Turner's Creek. Turner's Creek. Turner's Creek. I know you can still, if you if you look hard enough, you can find arrowheads. Yeah. They've had arrowheads all over the place. So um, I think that's from the Algonquin. Indian tribe. They have an old building on, on that they have a bathroom area that you can get, like public bathroom, mm -hmm. and in this old building, it's creepy as hell. Well, yeah, 
it's been there forever. Yeah. And it's, I mean, you go in there and it's, you know, kind of kept, but it's still the old building and you're in there and you're like, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. Don't feel right. Well, it's the, the, the way the land is, is you know how it all rises up. Oh yeah. It's, it's a peninsula that's yeah. surrounded by water and it's raised really high. So it was a good vantage point for them, a good place to be defending and, and doing oh, anything they needed to. Absolutely. And plus it's a great water source for, <clears throat> you know, food and mm -hmm. water and, and everything. I, and I do believe that land is charged because I've, I've been there long enough to feel it. <laughs> I really have. Well, I mean, being, you know, the kids being in scouts and everything, we go there all at least once a month. Yeah. Around and you just know it's, it's a little more amped up than normal. Yeah. Places. Yeah. Just energizes you. I don't think it's bad. I just think mm -hmm. it's like a, a charge. Yeah, I think it's just a you know, oof, leftover. You have to mind us, guys. We are drinking some uh, holiday cheer. Well, you are. I'm not. <laughs> well, I am. I'm gonna take mine home. But <laughs> good old holiday cheer. That's all I can say. <laughs> oh, um, holiday cheer. I um, I'm looking forward to the future because I'm gonna be doing live. Like I said, live streams in the last couple episodes. I've been working on the camera. I, I got this action camera that I'm going to modify to basically have full spectrum, spectrum. and IR, which Ooh. means we'll see everything. everything. Yep, we'll see the whole spectrum. It'll be very purpley. Yeah, but but it'll be nice. And the, I guess there's a couple of things I got to look out for. I'm looking for some good mics because this one can only do what we're doing now. So, excuse and me. You there. have a uh, EVP mic that's 360 degrees. Yeah. So instead of just using a regular tape recorder, which only does the one way, and in a spirit box, yeah, one of those yeah, two. spirit box, I'm yeah, definitely getting, and I'm either doing reverse scan on it for my audience and uh, AMF mod modulation. Um, the biggest reason for that is I don't want to have voices come across that are just you know, regular, normal, yeah, regular station voices. It's a good way of kind of debunking yourself, right, and uh, make sure what you get is legit. Um, Plus, I think it's a little easier on an on AF, or it's not, not AF, AM station to make sure they're picking up stuff. Yeah, can't help me. No. <laughs> Nobody can. <laughs> so the only other thing I can really think about is when we're talking about the urban legends, the one, the bridges that I thought were very interesting, the fact that we have so many locations that are bridges with urban legends, including water. I think that is probably deterrence, don't you think? Water is something that is an insulator yeah it can hold well yeah yeah it keeps it, yeah it keeps it keeps that energy well like kitty nighthouses on the water it bridges you, over water if you thought of an urban legend right now would there be one that would stand out and it doesn't matter if it's local or not that would you could say was probably could be real now because of all the energy that's been dumped into it from being passed as an urban legend I mean, we all know Bloody Mary. I know you talked about that last episode. I did. Yeah, Candyman. That, yeah, Candyman. Candy I could, I could see those just because they're recurring so much. the The Crybaby Bridge, I think, could be because I'm starting to see that one everywhere. Yeah, but like I said before, well, I heard the story was in Rock Hall. Yeah. So there's a. And I heard it's in Millington. <laughs> right, and then there's another one, and. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. Really, because there's so many and everything. If you look hard enough, everything's haunted, apparently. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might be some truth behind that, guys. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. I mean, between all the bloody wars that happened, I mean, the Civil War passed right through here, all the way up yeah. and up and down the coastline and mid out west and, you know, 
Gettysburg is just supercharged. Okay, yeah, I mean, you think about, God, all thousands and thousands of, Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> We've had experiences in Gettysburg. I believe, yeah, I've had experiences in Gettysburg, and that's when I was a kid. No, this, me, me and the wife went up there for one of our anniversaries. And okay. We were like, um, went through one of the buildings that's a store now. What's, mm -hmm. You know how Gettysburg is. Yeah. Oh, everything's haunted. Go on haunted tours. Blah, blah, blah. Well, we went into one of them. We're just looking around. Something's touching our hair. Oh, nice. Something touched my face. I've had that on Kenana, by the way. Somebody uh, touched you inappropriately? Not, well, something touched the waitresses inappropriately. Oh. Um, it was specifically geared to women. Um, huh. I, and I'm, uh, I don't want to say the place cause it's not right of me. Mm -hmm. it, we'll just say it's a restaurant. It's old. Right. Oh, kind of known for a ghost that would literally touch women un, un, inappropriately. It, yeah. Wow. It brush their hair, touch their butt, you know, that's yeah. a little specific. It, it's specifically I mean, what it did. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean specifically yeah. just women. Yes. Just harassment. Yeah. Like, Which tells you intelligent. Right. Yeah. And also a recurring. Mm -hmm. um, manifestation of its old self of mannerisms. Yep. You yeah, know. that it's funny because you brought that up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being a part of all of that. You know, seeing it happen, and then come, you know, the waitresses come in and talk to us, especially when you had new waitresses who weren't used to it. You know, and it would be oh, yeah. shocking and surprising, or they would look around and see somebody did it. Well, that's that's bad as a new waitress not having one of the old waitresses give you a mm -hmm. heads up. That's just mean. That's one of those ones where they're watching through the little porthole. The well, I've been on enough job sites where guys go like, "Oh yeah, this place is haunted," and you go, "Oh yeah, okay," and then stuff happens to right. you, and you're like, "Okay, wait a minute." Okay, I'm leaving now. And you have to back it, and you've uh, you've had enough experiences in that too. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another one that I had a. Uh, Man, because I remember the, the waitresses, they used to get grabbed, especially when people, that's what it was. It wasn't just the waitresses. When they had people who would sit down in their chairs, um, like, you know, women sit down in their chairs, the, the apparition would grab their butts as they sat down. <laughs> that was what I remembered specifically. Well, that's why, I mean, originally, because we talked about Kitty Nighthouse, and I know we want to save this, yeah, save Kitty for a friend of ours. But there's a, when the original owners had it, there was one chair nobody sat in. Because <laughs> it was for Miss Knight, it was for somebody. Oh, I gotcha. But yeah, only for like in the restaurant area, that chair would move, the stuff on the table in its area would move, and nobody would sit there. Nice. Reserved for yeah, the entity, whoever <laughs> whoever that entity was. Yeah, well, I guess because they they found out if they started seating people in there, other shit would happen mm -hmm. throughout the restaurant. Like somebody's in my seat. Yeah, and I got you know. I had a friend talk to me, and I, I don't know why I'm not mentioning it to now. She told me a while ago, a long while ago. Um, uh, her and her mother were at a house, which you consider a plantation by all means, you know, well, as far as how old it is. Plantation um, is just another fancy word for farm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, farm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she told me she, uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. Uh, basically, they had like dishes getting thrown at them, which is a lot of negatively charged energy there oh yeah and something happened there's a difference between something moving and dropping yeah something being thrown at you yeah uh another big one that they had happen is she had her kid with her the person that this happened to where something happened where it would have crushed him in his crib but i guess she saw it quick enough and was able to grab him 
and, and pull it out. And I think it was like a shelf or something came down with stuff on it. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And it was the same place. <laughs> Trying to get out. Yeah. Trying to get and out. That, 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 and she may have to correct me on some of it, but she, she's a good friend. And she hit me up when we first started doing Paranormal Synergy. And she was giving me some stories. And she's. She, that's, those are telltale signs. Yeah. You need to get out. Yeah. Yeah. But I or, believe her to be very uh, sensitive or, too, or have somebody come in and you know <clears throat> help you cleanse or something. Yeah, because well, the good news is she didn't live there. They were staying there for a brief time, you oh, know, okay. taking care of the property oh, or right, whatever. Right. So they're, like, they're not there anymore. Kind of like caretakers <laughs> so or something like that. No, no, they're not there anymore. It's safe. Things are good. We don't air Mr. Candle. I'm getting very high. <laughs> Candle's going crazy, folks. <laughs> It's all good. Things are safe. Let's make sure we're not catching on fire. Well, don't catch me on fire. I've got <laughs> enough problems. Um, so I do my 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 goal, and I want to say my goal. My goal for my next episode is to go live. That's my goal. Goals are good. Yeah. If it doesn't happen, you guys will get another podcast. I mean, you'll still get podcasts no matter what. But my goal is to do an investigation live by either next week or the following, no later. Um, or at least earlier this coming year. Yeah. I want to start the new year. That way. That way. And I think it's a good goal. That is a good goal. All right, guys. That's the end of this episode. I hope you have a wonderful night. Have a good one. All right. Bye. See you.